The message of Christmas is the message of the gospel. Christ came to earth to make a way for man to come to God. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we study what God says about the birth of His Son. I have a book on my desk about people who've made a tremendous impact on history. As I glance through it, it has their name, it has their birthday and their death day, and then a brief paragraph about their life and their contributions. Some of them are famous and some of them are notorious, but they are what some people would call history makers. And yet, I have on my desk a book that is much more important than that book. And in it is found the story of men and women who've made an impression not only for this world, but for the world to come. I have before me now the Word of God. And in it, there is one name that stands out above every other name. As a matter of fact, God made sure that it was so because it's the name of His own Son. He didn't just make history, friend. He holds history in the palm of His hand. And not only history, but all of eternity. Our entire future rests on one name. Think of that. The name of Jesus Christ. We've been following through the New Testament the story of this name over the last few days. We began our study in Matthew chapter 1. Thou shalt call His name Jesus, for He shall save His people from their sins. We discovered that this name brings pardon. When we came to the book of Acts, to the story of the early New Testament church, we found that the name of Jesus not only brings pardon, but it brings power. The name of Jesus not only saves a man, it changes a man. It touches every part of his life. It's the name by which we pray and the name by which we're identified. And as such, that name also brings persecution. And because where we love the name of Jesus, some hate the name of Jesus. We continue our study now in Philippians chapter 2. And we learn another truth about the name of Jesus, and it is this, the name of Jesus brings promise. You see, the name of Jesus is not only connected to the past, it's connected to our future. Some would say that Jesus was just a man who was a good teacher and a good example and he lived thousands of years ago and he left his mark on history. He's another history maker. But I want to remind you that the name of Jesus is connected to all of eternity. Philippians chapter 2 tells the story of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is one of the great summary passages of the Bible, one of the deepest, most profound scriptures in all of the Word of God. In Philippians chapter 2, we begin reading in verse 5, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Think of this. No reputation. What do men do today? They spend their entire life trying to build a reputation. They work very hard to build their name. But Jesus instead said, I'll make myself of no reputation. I'll not worry about my name at all. I'll leave that with the Father. And the Bible says in verse 9, Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus... Every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth 
and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Think of this. Someday every knee will bow to that name. Someday every tongue will confess that name. Sometimes we think of some evil person, some wicked blasphemer on earth, and uh, we're encouraged that someday he will bow the knee. Let me give you something more encouraging. Has it ever dawned on you that someday you'll see the devil on his knees? <laughs> someday our arch enemy, the enemy of our God, will have to bow the knee. That's exactly right, because the Bible says even those things under the earth will confess. There is no name, I repeat it, no name like the name of Jesus. Hebrews is a book of better things. In Hebrews chapter 1 and verse number 4, the Bible says of the Son of God that He hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Who is they? Yes, everyone, all of the above. A more excellent than the angels, more excellent than the prophets, more excellent than Aaron, more excellent than the priest, more excellent than any name. Why? Because the name of Jesus is the name of God's own Son. And so the name of Jesus brings promise. And the promise is this, that in the end, through Jesus' name, there will be perfect victory. Through Jesus' name, there will be perfect peace. In other words, we know how the story is going to end. With that in mind, let's finish our study of the name of Jesus where the Lord concludes it in the last book of the Bible. We started in Matthew Let's finish in Revelation. Would you look at Revelation chapter 19 and hear the words beginning in verse number 11 about the name of Jesus. The Bible says, And I saw heaven open, and behold a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now there are many titles for Christ. There are many names for Christ given all through the Word of God. We know His personal name is the name of Jesus. But we're introduced to several names for Him in this passage in Revelation 19. Uh, he is referred to here as the faithful and true. He is referred to as the Word of God. He is referred to as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. What is this? This is the name of Jesus. And then there's even a reference to a name written that no man knew. I don't know what that is. I don't want to speculate. I have no idea. All I know is that someday, someday we're going to see the one whose name we've been speaking. Someday we're going to see the one whose name we've called upon. We're going to speak his name face to face. We're going to be able to say, Jesus, thank you. Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we worship you. Could I encourage you to do something? Don't wait for someday. Do it today. We know someday every knee will bow. Would you bow the knee today? Someday every tongue will confess. Would you confess that name today? Would you this day be willing to stop, to pause right where you are 
and speak the name of Jesus Christ, call upon that name, and then share that name with someone else. Friend, we know how the story is going to end. Through the name of Jesus, the devil, and all of his demons, and all the enemies of heaven and of good and of right will be put down. And in the end, Jesus and all who follow him will rule and reign. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to it. And all of it is made possible because of the name above every name, the name of Jesus. Do you personally know the Lord Jesus Christ? It is our prayer that you will trust Him and obey Him. May you and your family have a truly God-blessed Christmas. To make a year-end tax-deductible gift to this work and to find helpful resources to begin the new year, visit us online today at scottpauley.org.